Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. That just ends abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to fade it out. I got to fade that. I got to learn. I got to learn. <laughs> my first attempt. Welcome back to Listen to the Words. I'm your host, Andres, my, uh, my co-host, my wife, my baby mama, <laughs> the sunshine of my my life, <laughs> the moon in my skies. I hope I, I hope I'd hit record. The yeah, moon I did. and We're stars. Good. The moon and the stars. <laughs> um, the butter to my popcorn. <laughs> but anyway, how was your week? It's all right. How was yours? It was good. It was good. The other day, I felt really tired. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. And yesterday was a tired day, too. Yeah. But I had to step up and make pizza. <laughs> it is my my passion to make pizza now. And it was a hit. It was. We got new more new guinea pigs, and they liked it. New guinea pigs. <laughs> hey, no complaint so far. Yeah. Yeah, no. They, Your mom liked it. Yeah, everybody's liked These it. People, the, the new friends liked it. Mm-hmm. My mom's liked it. Yeah. My brother's liked it. Yeah. My cousins have liked it. I think I'm, I think I'm fine too. I'm, fi- I'm refining my process. Mm-hmm. I gotta make some more sauce right now. Yeah. After we're done here, I'm gonna make more sauce. Yep, because that takes about two hours. I'm hoping that since I'm only gonna do one jar today rather than the two mm-hmm. or three that I usually do, mm-hmm. I'm hoping I can cut it down to at least an hour and a half. Yeah, hopefully, but yeah, well, well see. it's a lot of you have to let it simmer and that's the process. Do it's the simmering. Its, yeah, do its thing and and also on the last batch, I didn't blend them. Cut my tomatoes. I blend them pretty good, but I need to hit it with the other mechanical blender, the handheld one. So I need to do that blender. next. So, yeah. But the sauce has been coming out pretty good. Yeah. And my dough's been on fire. It's been good. Not literally, but you know. <laughs> I think that next week when I'm making for our friend, uh, Sophia's friend, I'm going to do with mm-hmm. uh, the, the uh, stuffed crust. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. Yesterday it was just too many pizzas. I, I made five. Yeah, and I yeah. was just running out of space. So I was like, let me just. But to, next week, I'll yeah, we're bringing the table from outside, and I'll do I'll do the uh, stuffed crust. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, make I I'll, I'll make personal pans for the girls. Mm-hmm. Like, like it because I have two small pans now, mm-hmm. and then I'll make two big ones mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, and we'll say don't touch these. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch them. They'll be pepperonis. So you can't touch them. You can't have these. So if you want pepperoni, <laughs> excuse me, I advise before. Yeah. And I'll put it on your little personal pizza. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have enough for lunch on Monday. Yeah. Awesome. You have uh, enough for lunch this Monday, too. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> it's fun. It's sad because Gino's always asking my coworker, he's like, when are you going to invite me to eat pizza? And I was like, it just, yeah, it just it happens just sometimes. Out, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Or we end up having plans and. Yeah, you had made plans with that we, we um it's a newer couple that we met and um yeah. you made plans with them a few days ago. So I was like, yeah, I'll make pizza. Yeah. Hopefully they like it. But she likes pizza with, she can't do cheese. Yeah. So it was really weird to make a pizza without cheese. I know. <laughs> but I was intrigued. Yeah. And yeah. apparently it came out good. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't taste it. Yeah. But she and liked it. Yeah, she did. I did the crust. And she likes pepperoni. So we put pepperoni on her. So that way she has a yeah. little something. The crust, sauce, peps. Yep. 
And the pepperoni, what I do before I make my pepperoni on the pizza is I put them in the air fryer for about three or four minutes, mm-hmm. get them a slight little crisp, and it gets all the fat off, mm-hmm. and then you put it on the pizza. Well, it gets all the grease out of it, yeah. too, when you do it like that, so it's not... Such a nasty... That way, the pizza's not so greasy. And that way, I don't, have, I don't ever have to see someone blot my pizza. Right. Because if you blot my pizza, you just get out of my house. <laughs> Shut up. If I invite you to my house, and I ask you, I'm making you pizza, if I see you grab a napkin and blot the pizza, you just have to leave. <laughs> I won't even say anything. Just leave. Be like, you know what? We can't invite you people over again. Like, no. <laughs> Fork and knife is tolerable. Yeah. But if I see you I mean, dab, no. Sometimes pizza stays, some pizza stays hot for so long. And mm. especially if you're hungry oh, and you don't want to burn your mouth, then. Yeah, yes, yeah. That pizza was on point yesterday. It was really it good. It was really good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm awesome now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm refining my, my techniques. Maybe mm. one day I'll make a little pizzeria. No. Why not? Because we've watched too many episodes of Kitchen Nightmares. We're not going <laughs> to. But I'll solely do pizza. Yeah. I'm not going to invest in all these other things like these these restaurants that we watch that have a 10-page menu. I know. No. You're coming to get pizza. Yeah. I have cheese. I got pepperoni. I got banana peppers. I got jalapenos. Yeah. That, stuff that I could get in a jar, that's what you're getting. <laughs> you want something exotic? Bring your own <laughs> toppings. Yeah, I know. B-Y-O- well, you B-Y-O-T. Get, you can't. Buy stuff out of jars. You got to get like fresh ingredients. Fine. Then I'll, I'll work with the local farmers. Yeah. Like, look, I need some jalapenos. I need some banana peppers. Mm-hmm. Get my, my beef steak tomatoes. I'll, I'll find a supplier nearby. Mm-hmm. We'll make it work. Yeah. But I'm not going to dive into, oh, I have to make the best chicken parm in the city. No, I'm focusing on pizza. That's it. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. There you go. Out of the house. I'll just buy pizza stuff and I'll make it here. You come get it. 40 bucks a pizza. 40 bucks a pizza. I'll just call it organic. Oh my gosh. I'll get boxes that have green on them. <laughs> They're organic pizzas. Mm. Sell like this, girl. You know I'm right. <laughs> Sell with the quickness. And then I'll make um I'll make pizza crust for the dogs. Those are fifty. <laughs> <clears throat> you know they'll sell. Pizza flavored treats. Pizza. <laughs> we got something. Hold on, we gotta write this down. <laughs> I'm sure it's already out there. Uh, oh no. That See, was my phone. Look at you. Look at you. Jeez, man. Look at you. We got to upgrade our arm system. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> at some point. Let's, there's my, other things to focus on. I my think. aunt called me and told me that she was listening to our Michelle Branch episode. Yeah. And she really enjoyed it. Yeah. But then she su- suggested that we should do a video component. No. And I told her, well, <laughs> I told her it requires a lot of investment in cameras. If and, she wants to foot the bill, sure. <laughs> no, no. But she's like, yeah, you guys should do a video portion. I was like, I would like to, but with our schedules, the way we record, it's there's no rhyme or reason when we record. No, we just it's whenever it whenever we have time and when we feel like it. <laughs> well, yeah, before we used to have a steady schedule of Mondays after I got off work, but yeah, life happens. Yeah, so and when we used to have five episodes in the tank, it was easier. But now we're just yeah, well, we're recording is... and this will be posted in two days. <laughs> like this is week to week, folks. Yes, yeah, this is up, this is up to the minute. <laughs> yeah. World War Three is still on the brink, <laughs> but that's been like that for the last two years on the podcast. Yeah, but um, I told her that we don't want to do a video portion because also we record sometimes early in the day. I mean, it's one o'clock right now in the afternoon, mm-hmm. or sometimes it's ten o'clock, ten o'clock at night. Yeah, and you're in your PJs. Yeah, and I'm in my PJs too. There's no recording. Mm-hmm. I mean, video recording the podcast. Nope. <laughs> Eventually, if I, we get sponsors and they want it, yeah. then they can foot the bill and we'll, we'll make it happen. Because then I gotta wear makeup all the time and I don't want to. Well, I'll just buy you a mask. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll buy you a Batman mask. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
That's no, amazing. I'm gonna get you a Lilo and Stitch mask. You get you you'll be um Stitch, I'll be and stitch. I'll put the microphone inside the the mask. <laughs> so you just, you just hear, yeah, and you just hear your laugh <laughs> muffled. That's loca. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't know what's going on with my throat. I don't know either. Whatever. <laughs> you, I felt like you were gonna say something. I was, and then you couldn't think of it. I, it, it fluttered away. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna leave it at that. So this week's episode is a classic song. Mm-hmm. It is Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> Just gonna say. Were you gonna say Gangster's Paradise, Coolio? I was gonna say something like gangster rap. <laughs> there you know. We're gonna we're gonna listen to. Um, oh man, I almost slipped up with a, a, t- a Tupac song. Bad. <laughs> almost said it too. Anyway. We're going to be listening to uh, Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to dive into Hey Jude by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Because the Beatles are hot this week. Yeah. You know that. They just right. released their, their their newest song. That oh, they did, did they? with AI. Oh. Remember we, me and Sophia watched the documentary? Yeah, I wasn't paying attention it was to really, it. Though. They released a documentary of um, Now and Then. It's the last voice recording that they found of John Lennon. Mm-hmm. He was just tinkering on his... Um, but his little recorder. Yeah. And he uh, recorded the vocals on a song and did, 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 did the piano portion on it. So the Beatles have been working on this song for the last 40 plus years, mm-hmm. but the technology wasn't there to be able to rip out John Lennon's audio, his vocal audio yeah, from clearly. the track. Yeah. So now in 2023, they figure with AI and Peter Jackson from Lord of the Rings is involved somehow. <laughs> he developed the technology to be able to take that sound clip uh-huh. out and take out the piano part as well out yeah and they were able to soup him <clears throat> and then george harrison died a few years ago but yeah. he had recorded some um guitar portions of the yeah. song so they were able to rip that out and then mccartney and ringo still are alive so they were able to record a bass line and then a drum yeah. line and they mixed it together and they made a beatles song yeah it's, it's gonna be the last beatles song ever pretty much because unless they find some other recording somewhere. I mean, Yoko Yoko's probably sitting on a stash somewhere. Yeah. Well, Has she's the one that gave them mm-hmm. that. That yeah. much I, I picked up yeah. on was that she gave them. Um, that recording. That recording, which I thought was nice of her. Because, yeah. like, people always say that she broke up the band and all that stuff. And maybe she had, like, you know... Uh, something to do with it. And I don't know. I read this book. But, I read this book called The Last Days of John Lennon by um I think it was Bill O'Reilly, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But um she she kind he was teetering already yeah. on just starting his own thing. Yeah. He was I mean he was he was a dad, he was married to Yoko, he was living in Manhattan, he was getting involved with the with politics with uh mm-hmm. and then the Vietnam War and stuff like that. So he wanted to do his own thing. He was mm-hmm. he's kind of Justin Timberlaking it. Right. He wants to do his own thing. I don't think he wants to break up from the band, but he just wants to do his own thing for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think with Yoko getting involved, the band saw it as she she's breaking con- us up. She was controlling it. And if you watch a couple of the documentaries, there were people always say that they were complaining that she was always in the recording sessions and was there all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching and I'm like, McCartney's first wife was there. Yeah. Ringo's girlfriend's right there. Yeah. George Harrison's wife's right there. Why did it single out Yoko? Yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to evolve my thinking about Yoko Ono. Yeah. I don't think she was all bad. No, nobody's all just, bad. I think it's just I mean, the perfect timing of that. I think when it she was, came in, yeah, he was on the way out. Yeah, and then they probably just didn't realize that and they just saw it from yeah. you know, one sided mm-hmm. that it was all her yeah. when, you know. And it wasn't. I mean, I think it was, it was just it was just a small ingredient, like it was just a mm-hmm. dash of salt in the recipe. 
Yeah. And McCart- Lennon was just on the way out, and he just wants to do his own thing, which yeah, you got to respect. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So, And in that book, um, there was a... Uh, there was a portion that McCart- um, McCartney and Lennon were just hanging out one day and um, watching TV together. And on Saturday Night Live, um, I forgot which comedian was on there. He said, he said hey, Lorne Michaels, the producer, mm-hmm. he's, he's told me that he'll pay you guys X amount to come out here and perform a song with, on, on the show. Mm-hmm. And I think Lennon looked at, me, looked at McCartney and said, hey, do you want to do it? He's like, no, nah, it's too late. It's late. They were, gonna, they were, they were thinking, considering showing up and getting that money to perform a song. <laughs> Because it's not that far from where they from where they live. Yeah, that would have been which cool. would have been cool. Just randomly show up. Hey, we're here to sing a song. Yeah, write that check. Yeah, seriously. But um, yeah, it was just I think it was just an ingredient as to the breakup of the Beatles. Yeah. And do you really want a band to? How do I say this without sounding like a jerk? I feel like their catalog is just right. Mm-hmm. It's not too much. Mm-hmm. Like. Rolling Stones, I, I'm pretty sure that there's about 10, 15 albums that I don't need to know, listen to in my life. <laughs> Aerosmith as well. Yeah. I mean, they probably have at least 50 albums each. I know. And That's, it's like it's, it's like crazy. The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, I used to watch The Simpsons religiously. Yeah. And I'm literally about 30 seasons behind. Yeah, after a while, it's just like, what what more can yeah. we do? <laughs> like, <laughs> So it's like, at some point, you have to yeah. do other things. Yeah. I never got into The Simpsons. It was an acquired taste back in the day. Yeah, I wish I'm I could not, get back into it. I'm not into like those adult mm, cartoons yeah. that it's like. The mature cartoons. Yeah, mature. I should adult, say. Because adult cartoons sounded funny. Yeah, that sounded funny. Uh, TV MA. Yeah. Those more like not for kid type things. I don't know. I just, not that I watch kid cartoons, but I don't know. I just never, I never got into it. I never saw the big deal about it. It, I've never liked those kind of like yeah. Family Guy or oh, I used to be big Family Guy. Any of those, like I just don't. That's not my There's thing. Wrong that's just not your thing. Yeah, it's just not my thing. So I don't know. I guess I just found it weird. <laughs> Simpsons was fun, but yeah. then it just like I said, I just kind of fell away with it. I'm probably 18 years because I I think I stopped watching when we started dating. <laughs> I was like, it's eh. not because of me. You're the Yoko. Of my I Simpsons. didn't do this. You're the Yoko. <laughs> But um, but I think in the grand scheme of things, it kind of worked out for McCartney did his own thing. Not not in the sense that John Lennon died. No, but like no. he left the band and John did his yeah. own thing. Mm-hmm. He wrote Imagine, which is yeah a classic. McCartney went out and formed Wings and then performed by himself. And, mm-hmm. and he's McCartney's still performing. McCartney. Yeah, and then Ringo just Ringo just glad to be there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ringo's just happy to be there. Just does his own thing. He does his own thing, he's and just they, there. they ring him up like, "Hey, do you want to do a Beatles thing?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I'll show up." All right. Sure. How much? <laughs> if you want. And me George to. <laughs> George passed away a while ago as well. Yeah. But I think he was he did his own thing too. Yeah. They, so, I mean, you have to move on at some point. You can't, you know, just stay in the past no. the whole time. And I so. think they did the right thing. They did their own thing and they Yeah, yeah. And then they then Paul McCartney still sings Beatles songs, mm-hmm. which I mean he wrote most of them. Yeah. So Yeah. So Hey Jude. Tell me about Hey Jude. So this is uh, this was Hey Jude was released in 1968, and it was written by Paul McCartney. Um, so beyond its infectious uh, melody and powerful vocals, Hey Jude carries a profound message of hope, support, and resilience. So this is um, an anthem, a comforting anthem, mm-hmm. uh, written by. Paul McCartney to console John Lennon's son Julian during uh, 
a difficult time when Lennon was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. The song's empathetic lyrics and uplifting melody were intended to offer solace and encouragement, reminding Julian that things would get better and that he was not alone. Yep. I'll take it. The song begins okay. with the phrase, Hey Jude, don't make it bad. And it sets a tone for a message of reassurance and support. Uh, McCartney's gentle and soulful vocals guide listeners through the verses, offering words of encouragement and urging them to let go of their worries. Uh, the repetitive and anthematic na 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 chorus serves as a unifying, cathartic release, inviting everyone to join in and find strength together. Which I, yeah, it's just an amazing song. It really is. Um, go ahead. So it's not just a personal ballad, but it's a universal anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, it resonates with people from all walks of life. Uh, it has heartfelt lyrics, melodic progression, emotional depth. Um, it's just, it's a symbol of comfort, empathy, and solidarity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, and the timeless quality of it, it, it's really, it's the song's ability to transcend generations. So oh, yeah. it's not just for the Beatles generation, Mm-mm. you know, it's all generations yep. can relate to the song. Um, I mean, you could literally put it on the radio now and I think it would be a hit. Oh yeah. I think so too. <clears throat> so but it's it's just it's an iconic mm-hmm. song. It's and it's it's funny we were um not funny but we recently got I mean you you through your lifetime you hear Hey Jude from time to time it's like mm-hmm. Hey Jude okay cool na, na, yeah. na, na. but we were watching a, a TV show mm-hmm. one of our favorite shows ever we we won't we won't say what it is yeah but the main character is getting a divorce from his wife mm-hmm. and his son is kind of dealing with a hard situation yeah and so. At some point in time, they're out in London, well, in England, they're walking around, and a street performer starts playing Hey Jude. Mm-hmm. So at this point, the main character calls his boss because he's trying to snoop on his ex-wife and try to get yeah. some gossip. So his son stays with his best friend, which is his assistant coach for the mm-hmm. soccer team. And the assistant coach is like, hey, do you know this song? Mm-hmm. And the little boy's eight or nine. He goes, I know a little bit of the Beatles. I dabble a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he starts explaining to him that, hey... This song is about a friend writing to his best friend's son that's going mm-hmm. through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And he's telling him, things will get better. Mm-hmm. And so the little boy starts listening to the words. Yeah. Uh, podcast <laughs> episode. Um, and he starts understanding, hey, Jude. Yeah. Which I thought was a beautiful moment because he's eight years old, nine years old, mm-hmm. ten tops. Yeah. And he probably heard the song growing up and he's like, oh, it's just that hey, Jude song, whatever. Yeah, you don't really think And then he it. starts listening to it and he's like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it clicks. on. You can see it click in the kid's head. He's like, things will get better. Yeah. And, and then the main character comes back to the table and sits there and he sings with his son mm-hmm. and they all connect with that song. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful moment. And uh, so let's, let's read the lyrics. Okay. So it goes, hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better. You want to take the next one? Hey Jude, don't be afraid. You were made to go out and get her. The minute you let her under your skin, then you begin to make it better. And anytime you feel the pain, hey Jude, refrain. Don't carry the world upon your shoulders. For well you know that's a, it's a fool who plays it cool by making his world a little colder. Then we go, na 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 Go ahead. Uh, hey Jude, don't let me down. You have found her. Now go and get her. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better. Mm-hmm. And then, so let it out and let it in. Hey, Jude, begin. 
You're waiting for someone to perform with, and you don't know that it's just you. Hey Jude, you'll do. The movement you need is on your shoulder. Na 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 na. <laughs> na 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 na. Finish it off. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to letter under your skin. Then you'll begin to make it better. Better, so, better, better, better. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <clears throat> but as I'm reading the lyrics, mm-hmm. I can see where Paul McCartney was headed with this song. Because mm-hmm. he, 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 he's talking about letting a girl into his life. Mm-hmm. When, you, when your parents go through a divorce, sometimes you kind of blame yourself for it. Mm-hmm. Like, what if this is something I did or... Something that yeah, I they, could have done better. Are they getting divorced because of me? And, yeah. You know. And because of that trauma, sometimes you're like, well, maybe I won't find love. Maybe love's not meant yeah. for me because mm-hmm. my parents couldn't make it work. And they're like yeah. the pinnacle of love for me, in my opinion. And now it's like yeah. that fell apart. I'm never going to find love. Like I'm never going to find love. Mm-hmm. But McCartney's telling him it's going to get it's better. Gonna get better. Yeah, and if will. you and if you feel, if you find that girl, let her in. Yeah. Be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I, I never thought about it until like that until I read these lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Because I mean, at some point I like with, that with the divorce, he's like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna find love." Yeah, he, you become cold, like he says. Mm-hmm. And and Julian, I, he's been married for a, lo- a long time. Yeah, so he listened to the he words. listened to the words, <laughs> and then therefore we're connected to Paul McCartney. Yeah, we're yeah. connected to Hey Jude. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those songs that you have to stop and listen to. Yeah, and it's like five or six minutes long, and no matter where you go. We'll go to concerts and they'll play Hey Jude randomly and yeah. everybody sings it. Yeah. It's almost like um, Sweet Caroline mm-hmm. or uh, Living on a Prayer. Mm-hmm. It's like the top 10 white people songs. That <laughs> you have, Sweet you Home have Alabama. To, Sweet Home Alabama. You have to rock Footloose. out to. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do a bracket on that. Uh, yeah. Yo. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I got to write that down. <laughs> what would you call it? Uh, the top... 16 or 32? We could go with 16. 16. And see how it goes. <laughs> uh, turned up white people song. Turn up. <laughs> white people songs. Oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> Fine. Caucasian people dance. <laughs> That's, that sounds worse, actually. <laughs> so what do I call it then? I don't know. The top 16 turned up songs. <laughs> the, top si- the top 16 Trump supporter songs. No, that's worse. Don't say that. It, it made me laugh that a couple of the, like he would play songs on his campaign trail. Uh-huh. And a lot of the artists were like, they were sending cease and desist, like, no, nah, you got to stop, homie. <laughs> we don't like, see don't, this with you. No. I forgot. <laughs> I think Eminem sent them one, like, you can't play my stuff. Oh, man. Um, someone else, like, he just got a whole bunch and they're like, you can't play our stuff. Yeah. We don't agree with your politics. So don't, yeah. Don't associate my hit song with your politics. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people will. Ugh. But <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it is. So, what do you like about this song? Well, I like the you know, like you were saying, the the message, you know, to let people in. Mm-hmm. Don't be, you know, don't be cold and distant from mm-hmm. people because you do, you know, it, it's yeah, it's a something that's hard in that moment, mm-hmm. and it will be hard yeah. probably for a while, probably but, for the rest of your life. Yeah, but you know. You learn to kind of like live with that, yeah. I guess, and because it's just you know at that point, it's not gonna change. So to me, it's like you might as well. Yeah, you can be sad about it and everything, but you might as well just you know. Yeah, it, and it's easier said than done. Um, like how do I say this? Squirrels out there, turn around. 
I saw it in the reflection. Jeez. <laughs> Kelly wouldn't let me buy a BB gun this weekend <laughs> to take out these squirrels because I'm over it. Because they, yeah. Anyway. Because um, <laughs> I was going to shoot my eye out, eye out right? Yeah, exactly. You shoot um, your eye out. Or you might shoot Bruce's eye out. I don't no, know. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't start shooting with the dogs out there. Because he's stupid enough to walk to like, hey, dad, what are you doing? Psh, yeah, exactly. But, um, it's one of those things that, like you said, you learn to live with it, but it's it's a it's a scar that you just yeah. learn to have on your body and your yeah. on your heart for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you just learn how to accept it and kind of live with it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. it's I'm not saying like trying to downplay you know that you're just saying that people from divorce are awful and they suck. No, I never said that. That's what you think about me, right? <laughs> no. You're like, Ugh, your parents are divorced. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> You talk to your dad once a week. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still you know it's still a hard thing to deal with, mm-hmm. and it's something that you'll never fully get over. No, but you know, I think with time, just like with anything else, you learn to live with. And with a things. song like this on your in your corner, you, yeah, you, you can kind of face the world. Yeah, exactly. Like, so because at one at one point when my parents got divorced, I'm like. Do I really want to get married? I'm like, yeah, eh. yeah, because you just see like the you see all the bad. Yeah, I see it's like what, I'm like I get home like what round are they fighting today? Yeah, it's oh, like joy. if you come home and all you see is fighting and you know nitpicking and you know because you can start to tell mm-hmm. and um you know and if if it's rare to see something good then yeah of course that's gonna change yeah like your way of thinking and your not maybe going to want to get married or, you know, be in a serious relationship with anybody, but. And then I met the right girl mm-hmm. and you made things better. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was smooth. Yeah. It's because I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Indeed you are. So any, any other uh, opinions on this song? Any other ideas? No. I no? kind of like uh, where we went with that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we can wrap it up. The episodes don't have to be a full 45 minutes. We can start wrapping up right now. Ready? Okay. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the <laughs> show yeah. and stay. Hey, listen, if you have a chance, listen to the other Beatles songs. They have a whole bunch of great oh, songs. Oh, yeah. There's but Hey Jude is a classic that you yeah. have to sit down and listen to. Yeah, yeah. So the show Instagram is listen to the words podcast, all one word. The show email is listen to the words pod at gmail.com. Proceed with your stuff, hon. <laughs> My Instagram and Etsy is Crafty Kelly's Workshop. Crafty with a K. Kelly is K-E-L-L-Y. My show email is listen to the words podkelly at gmail.com. And if you would like to follow our dogs on Instagram. Don't even bother with the third mics. They don't they don't yeah. that microphone's been touched in months. I know. <laughs> if not a year. Uh Bruce is Bruce the Doxy Pin and Lily is Lily the Sad Pup. Lily's with one L. Two L's. Two L's. Okay. Ladies love Lily. Hello, Lily. Uh, With that being said, sign off. I don't know. You got nothing? I got nothing. All right. Now I go, nah, 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 nah. All right, guys. See you next week.